Hi, Editing Liz here, and I just want to apologize halfway through editing the episode. I noticed there's some issues with my mic. Just want to apologize for it and let you guys know that we're aware. I'm going to have it fixed by next episode. Enjoy the episode. Sorry again. I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their, Their Tropes Battled for Dominance. For dominance. I don't know. That sounded, we were like in on it. We were like, we if were there going. Is that like slight delay, then I think that was perfect. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Liz, you're editing this week because yeah. I'm moving. Woo! Fun. <laughs> I'm so excited, you guys. I'm moving to uh, Connecticut. I will not get more detailed than that. Um, yes. <laughs> just to be safe. But I'm going to be, like, fairly close to Liz, which I'm yeah. excited about. Fairly close to New York City. Fairly close to Boston. Like, um, that's the only th- – and, you know, obviously moving in with my boyfriend. That's really exciting. I was about to say nothing else, but that's exciting. Nothing else. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to the fact that it's Connecticut. I personally am not a fan of the state um, just from my passing through there so many times over the years. But, you know – I think this is going to be a really good change for me. I get to bring my cat, my lizard. I get to have my boyfriend. I have my friends like Liz, like so close to me. Yes. Um, I'm going to be able to do like more stuff for the podcast, like in person, which is exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think we've talked like way back when we were still conceptualizing this. We were like, oh, what if we did like, you know, YouTube for it and stuff. So maybe yeah, we'll do like recording recording. When we were starting this, we were like, oh, well, hopefully we'll get to like move in for spring. So like we right. were. Yeah. Uh, we, oh my God. I totally forgot about that. When we were, um, when we first started this, we were like, we were under the impression that we'd get to go on campus for some of it. Yeah. Well, uh, rip to that. Yeah. Rip to that. We graduated. Um, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> but I mean, at least, you know, like, and um, Liz, I'll let you share your exciting news in a minute. But um, so, yeah, I've literally been procrastinating because today is Tuesday um, that we're recording for this week. I leave Friday morning. So or yeah, like 5 a.m. Friday morning. So when this comes out, I will be close to New Jersey, I think, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like somewhere around that. (laughs) Maybe not New Jersey. I'll probably be closer to like Virginia ish is my guess. Um, And I was making my way up and I don't know. I'm just I'm so excited. But I have so much to pack still. I've gone through um, all of my posters that i want to bring with me like all my music collection i had a huge collection i had to pack all of that away i got um all of my nice fancy clothes like my work clothes old formal dresses and stuff packed um i have some other clothes packed i have all my stuffed animals packed so now i just have to finish packing luckily for me i never unpacked fully when i moved back from massachusetts to georgia because i was like i know i'm not gonna be here long. i thought you were gonna say college because i was gonna be like me too oh that too i, I, never <laughs> I fully still did have all either. my shit at the garage but it's like so i'm using the clothes like i've literally been living out of like one suitcase and that's like not even a quarter of my clothes so i most of my clothes are still packed um, most of my cosplay stuff is still packed because I've barely done that since I've been home. So I don't really have to worry too much about that. Thankfully, just have to get it, um, a stomp it into a car. My makeup and, uh, clothes and shoes are really the main priority right now. Um, so I'm like, I'm doing pretty well on that, I'd say. Um, and then obviously like cleaning my room is <laughs> the hard part because I'm such a messy person. So most of what I've been doing is literally just throwing stuff out and I'm like, ugh, I'm such a pig, but it's fine. <laughs> we're, I'm just, I'm just like so excited that we're getting there and yeah. like, this is like my first it's time exciting. moving, you know, that's not into college. Like I moved yeah. to Georgia when I was three. I have very vague memories of it. So like this is the first, and this is like my first, like I'm moving out of my parents' house. That's with crazy. no plans to come back, which is 
crazy to me. Love that for you. Thank you. I'm just so excited and obviously God, wish that was welcome. me. You're always <laughs> Wish that welcome. was me moving out. Wish that was me moving It'll be out. soon, I promise. And in the meantime, like you are always welcome to come like get away at our place. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be so nice. We have it set up. We have a lot of furniture. We just have like really nice plans for the place and I don't know. I'm just like I'm like brimming with potential. <laughs> and yes. yet here I am procrastinating like just trying so hard to like uh like I can do it later. Yeah, I just, I, because I'm like so anxious about it, but you know, I'm getting oh, yeah. there. Liz, why don't you tell us everyone your uh, good news? I have a lot of shit that happened yeah. in the past week. Um, well, my wisdom teeth surgery went great. Ooh. I had no fucking pain from it. So, oh, you know, I'm really we're happy. Great. Wait, like, I, none I, at all? N- none at all. Oh, I'm so happy for you. That's great. Yeah. I was like really careful with what I eat and I'm still not eating normally. Right. So, how many days do I'm being stop so you right now? I am like a week and like three days. Oh, so yeah, I think if you by feel any pain by now, I think yeah. in the clear. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm still being careful with what I eat right. just because I don't want like, you know, like small stuff and sharp stuff. So by Saturday, I'll be totally back to normal. So oh, I was so ecstatic you. with that because I was like, everything went great. Um, I'm also like uh, envious that you got to do it later in life because when I did it, I was in middle school and I literally had to like flush my gums with salt water after lunch every single day. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, yeah, I was, I was like lucky that it's like, I was, I didn't have like work at all or anything. And by the time I went back to work, like if I wasn't okay, I could have just like texted my manager. My manager wouldn't have made me come in. So, but I was totally fine. So I went back the day I was supposed to, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm getting glasses. I am not allowed to drive without glasses now. (laughs) He was like, you have astigmatism and you're nearsighted. Like you need to wear your glasses when you drive. I have to have like nighttime lenses. And oh my goodness. I was told like they were like when you realize was that serious. I it's like I have slight astigmatism okay. and slight it's nearsightedness. That, like, but it's it. like when you drive, like if you can't see signs properly, like you're fucked. Right, because you, you see that like glare from the lights, right? Yeah. And oh well nighttime, yeah. I've known yeah. that like nighttime's awful, but even during the day it's just like it, it's it's really bad if you need to be like squinting to try and see like an exit yeah, sign or imagine. like the name of a road so right. and then uh and then whenever i use <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever i use like my computer i was mm-hmm. like yeah i'm on my computer for like multiple hours a day and they were like yeah you need to get blue light and wear that when you're on your computer and i was like <laughs> okay i'm surprised so. that like my doctors like told me no blue light they were like no nah, here's normal glasses for the computer i'm like Okay, I mean, I'm not complaining because, like, I feel like, honestly, <laughs> is it cheating to say I feel like they've helped me in games? <laughs> um, like, where are you? Are you farsighted or nearsighted? Um, wait, what's the problem? It's the one that like I... far is when you can't when you can see far away, you can't see up close. Yeah, that one. So yeah, that would help definitely help you. Yeah, in games. like it's I I mean I, it's it's just very slight though. Like I'm only slightly farsighted, and I have like other than that, like I have um fifteen twenty vision, so like better than perfect vision, but like sometimes it's like because of that difference like i have to squint to see things up close or not necessarily squint so yeah that would definitely help you in games i just think it's funny because i'm like oh my aim's improved (laughs) my aim's improved yeah (laughs) and then uh the big exciting news that gabs was talking about 
I got a job Woo! at a local elementary school working full-time so as an aide in a special education program with children with autism spectrum disorder, and I am very excited. Uh, it's I'm like, so excited for you. I, I'm so genuinely excited. Um, Liz is like the I'm gonna person be... you want working with kids, guys. Like, she's <laughs> such a good person with kids. Total opposite of me. Um, I also don't have to dye my pink hair, which is like huge oh, yeah, for me. Yeah, true. Oh, they I, were, I was like, that. I mentioned, I was like, um, do I like need to dye my hair? And they were like, no, keep it. We love it. And I was like, That's thank so you, God. I love that they're letting you express yourself like yeah. that. And so I'm excited. I have to go like buy clothing because like right. I don't have normal work appropriate oh, clothing. Um, I will say Ann Taylor <laughs> was having like sales these past few weeks. So check there. I don't have to clothes. dress like super nice. True, but, but like, I mean, they have like casual stuff. I'm not an Ann okay. Taylor person. Um, if you want to get stuff from the clothing store TM that I work I know, at. that's the, that's one of the places I'm going. Okay, I just, um, if yeah. you want to wait till like I work, you can just come up to the one near me. And... It's it's no worries. I have to go now. And I just, I'm excited. I, I'm excited to have like a whole wardrobe. I got a nice work bag and oh, it's just exciting. And also exciting to have like normal person hours instead right. of my fucking... Like instead of shift hours, I've never had like a normal like normal hours. I've always right. worked like insane fucking hours. Right. And, like I remember yeah. back in college, like Liz would be like, "No, I can't go out tonight. I have work." And you'd be like, "It's 10 p.m." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah, I have work until then. I'll right. be back at 11." <laughs> right. And so um, I'm I'm just fucking pumped. And... I'm excited too. And um, yeah. Liz also booked her flight for Hallmat Holiday Series, one of our favorite conventions to go to. Um, yeah, we have like this whole room group that we do, and I'm like so excited to do that again because we yeah. haven't gone. I have to go get years. fucking TSA pre-check. My parents were like, "Liz, you need to get it." Oh, I'm so glad you have it. Yeah, I've had it for yeah, years. I love my, it. My parents are just like because I'm basically like. Well, I'll be working at the school for a while, so I'm going to be like, oh, this Friday, can I leave at, like, 2 to go to the airport? And so my mom's just worried because, like, driving down to JFK Friday afternoon can be really hit or miss. And so they were like, get TSA pre-check. Like, if you leave at 2, my dad was like, if you leave at 2, you should be fine, but get TSA pre-check. It will make everything really good. And then, like, my flight back is just super late at night on Sunday. Right, so so you can vibe with us at Disney Springs. Yeah. I mean, I have to... We, we we talk our plans we'll, we'll later, figure it out. We but have, um, I didn't I didn't know if I would actually be able to go this year, and I'm I'm so excited that like, well, it's like literally getting there like kind of late Friday, leaving late Sunday. I'm excited to even be going. Right. And like, to yeah. be fair, the way like the uh, trip you're doing is what I used to do like when I was in high school on like you know school hours because we'd get out the week after home that usually. So yeah. I literally would leave like midday Friday, and then I'd get there by like six seven eight at night yeah. and at least late sunday so like you're not really missing too much in my opinion yeah um, so I, I don't know, i'm just I'm excited. excited and like you know cons are coming back and it's just, uh, uh, yeah and, um we i don't we just we this has been a good week i'd say for us yeah i mean um, minus the fact i'm dying doing grad school apps but that's right. another thing <laughs> right hey, if you ever want, so if you want um, any proofreading on stuff hit me up because my my mom's helping okay, me with okay. everything yeah your mom's so. like the best person to help with that but <laughs> yeah uh, my mom's a high school guidance counselor for anyone who doesn't know so yes. applications are very nice for me because she knows what she's looking at exactly yeah. <laughs> okay so um, um let's get into yeah it. let's get into it i think we've had <laughs> enough um, updates about our lives mm-hmm. um liz what did you pick um, I chose one of my old favorite tropes, high school AU. I'm surprised we haven't done this yet. 
we i don't think we have i don't at least i don't believe we have i think we did one that was like there was a fic it, that took place in a high school but it wasn't like a high school well, au like, like i mean i did the school project thing yeah so, so we haven't done high school behind. au this yet this is something we both like well, I guess this was in theory. I was yeah I was obsessed with this in high school Same. I mean yeah this was like everything I don't know if we've talked about it on here before but like we've we've had this conversation in real life a lot about how like we used to be so into high school AU and then we went to college college and then we were and only got... into college AU we we're like high school yeah. AU just was like too baby yeah like definitely it's like I haven't read this in forever but right. this was my shit back in the day and, um no offense but you can tell if somebody is actually an adult or not like on like archive of our own based on if they do college AU or high school AU <laughs> and oh, how yeah. accurate the college AU is if they do that one yeah <laughs> I remember I was reading a college AU and it was like uh, everyone, they came into the, I came into the, the character came into the lecture hall and every single, of the, every single uh, seat in the front row was already taken. Right? I was like, so not fucking true. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. Every single row in the back is going to be taken. Taken. Um, and that's I'm the type a little to, different, but. I'm the type to sit in the front yeah. row because I need to like I that focus, but it's, it's not the most taken. And most also, people sit all the way Maybe it's different at like Ivy League type schools where like everyone's a go-getter, but we went to like a liberal arts college. <laughs> like a very We're all vibing. <laughs> right. Like I had literally had professors who had to make rules for the class and be like, you can't sit before, like like behind the third row like you have to <laughs> or where um where it's like i need i need so many students in the front row or or whatever you mm-hmm. know like oh yeah we're it's very very relaxed but um yeah so for high school au's for those of you who do not know it's just basically where like a character's placed in like a high like characters are placed in a high school setting oh, like um very we should also mention that, like, I guess this it differs based on, like, the country you're from, too, because, like... I feel like it's almost... I, I actually didn't write this down in my mm-hmm. notes, but I'm going to talk about it later. Oh, okay. It's almost always American high schools. Yeah. Like, almost always. Like, people write for, like, American high school or Japanese high school. I don't really ever see any other high schools, like, that they write for. Yeah. Um, and they I only, mean, I but only even... see Japanese high school you when it's, like, anime. But even a lot of the time with anime fandoms, they put them in American high schools. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, the sophomores. And I'm like, wait, the sophomores. <laughs> or or I, I, I just much prefer when they're just completely unabashedly like, no, we're we're in the US for this right. one. All these <laughs> characters don't magically know anything. <laughs> they all live in the US now. And I'm like, you know what? I at least prefer that than you call like being like, Yeah, we're in Japan and you like know fucking nothing about right. it. So <laughs> you know, um so uh usually like there's a lot of high school AUs that take place with like characters who usually meet later in life. So if it's a high school AU, obviously changes kind of their backstory, how they know people. You know, sometimes it'll be like they'll change it to like a childhood friends because usually you grow up with like a lot of the same people in high school that, you know, or it can be like a new kid. It's kind of like stuff like that. Um, High school AUs can still exist with like characters that are already in high school like settings. It's usually like they'll usually remove like it'll be usually from like a show with more supernatural elements. Uh, One of them is like Buffy where it's like they're already Mm -hmm. in a high school, but it'll remove like basically everything it's I just like why a human buffy au doesn't seem like it should be in high school oh i know i've never watched buffy i'm gonna be honest but from everything i know about buffy I, it just it seems weird that it takes place in a high school but whatever mm. i mean yeah and <laughs> <laughs> or like 
like for Harry Potter, it's like no magic AUs and the characters just like attend a normal like mm-hmm. school. So like a normal high school. Um, This is definitely a sub tag of like mundane AUs, very closely related to college AUs, of course. And so uh, with this relation to mundane AUs, if characters, just as I said before, if characters have any like magical or supernatural powers or just are alien in any way just like non-human non quote-unquote normal mm-hmm. they'll they'll be changed to that like you know just normal mm-hmm. you know like if it's like an avengers high school au like they won't be like they won't have superpowers kind of something like that okay um this tag is really popular in the animanga fan like in animanga fandoms just because high school settings are super popular in anime and manga um Regardless of if it takes place in a high school or the characters are just of that age, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of shonen and shoujo protags are are teenagers. It's just yeah. it is what it is. And so it's it's very popular in those fandoms. One thing they said on the fan lore, it's just like really it's just fun seeing your like favorite characters in like school uniforms. It's really cute yeah, to see them redrawn. That's, that's an, OK. That's another interesting thing, though, because a lot of the times like these like high schools that they put them in in like American high schools, they're always like public high schools. But then for some reason, they all have uniforms and it's not like you know, they're not like in charter schools. They're like, yeah, I go to like um, yeah, I'm using Genshin because that's on my brain right now. I go to Tevat High and like it's a like public school and they're on uniform for some reason i oh my god no this is so completely unrelated but um i was watching a tiktok of someone talking about how in america they're from england Mm -hmm. so they were like why in american shows does it say do they make boarding school seem like this awful end all be all punishment like you're going to die when if you if you get sent there like that is the worst punishment you could ever receive and i'm like it's because in the u.s like not many people go to boarding school and And so it's so funny what they're not like great like yeah not all of them that's not to say like all boarding schools are bad but like a lot they're of not great a here lot of negative things yeah to say about them so it's just it's always really interesting looking at different cultural differences yeah, between sure. um because like in england boarding school is much more common compared mm-hmm. to it is in the u.s so it's just it's interesting to see Mm -hmm. Um, a kind of example of, like, a high school AU-esque thing, that's, uh, Attack on Titan Junior High, that's, like, a canon thing made, where they're in junior high, it's, it's a fun little, I never read it, it's a little spinoff, it's fun, and so it's just, like, a canon example of it, um, so, just Gab just looking at the screen, we are so not reading all of it, I just (laughs) kind of fucking copied a large chunk, because I was like, I have been taking so long fighting against, like, just copy and paste. Oh, speaking of running late, uh, apologies to anybody who noticed that I was late uploading last week's episode. I forgot. Like, (laughs) I just forgot. (laughs) It happened. I was was downtown in Atlanta at my friend's house, and I'm, like, looking, and, like, 2 p.m., oh, I need to get ready to make a post. And I was like, wait, fuck! (laughs) I forgot forgot to do it. So, um... But I managed to get it done. Uh, so far, the response has been pretty okay for it. So uh, definitely go check it yeah. out. It's a really funny episode. Go ahead, Liz. Yes. <laughs> um, so for my fic that I chose, I chose, like, my bread and butter, like, my favorite mm-hmm. um, high school AU from back when I was super Ooh. into these. It was um, Jean-Marco, because that was oh my, that was my yes. bread and butter. Wait, that okay. was my bread and butter. 
butter, it's bitch. It's really funny that you went with John Marco because if you guys remember when I did the school project AU, I literally talked about the John Marco, um, like, Romeo and Juliet AU I had to write. It's because that was, like, everyone's, like, when Attack on Titan that season was one ship. came out, that was the ship. Yeah. And I was so fucking obsessed with those John Marco <laughs> punk pastel Stop. AU yeah, no, oh my god, I forgot. Everyone was, like, obsessed giving them, like, flower crowns and stuff. Yes! stop this everything that was <laughs> literally i just don't think you understand this is so nostalgic for me oh i'm talking I, about... I understand i literally ran like an attack on titan tumblr blog like liz i'm yeah. right there with you with the nostalgia i just yeah i'm no longer <laughs> oh i'm not into it either anymore um i fell out after that huge hiatus and i don't feel any need to get back right. in since i don't really watch shonen anymore yeah yeah. I mean, I just, I had, like, personal issues with it because of their creators. Um, oh, groups. yeah. When... Right. I and, like, totally. That is to say, yeah. I'm, like, not judging anybody who is still into it for any reason. Like, that's just my personal, I didn't want to stay into it after that. Um, yeah. Just I just fell out of it, and I just didn't feel the need to get back into it. But back in the day, back in the this, day, this was, was the, shit. the shit. I Absolutely. Like, I just, like, I feel like I don't think newer anime watchers like truly understand like the hype that surrounds attack on titan now imagine that like it 10 was, times it was like 10 times what really it is now how it got so popular because like i mean i like objectively it was good but also yeah. like i don't think there was really anything special about it like when you look at like other um shows and stuff i'm just i i feel to see what made it's a bit more brutal, I think. I guess, but like I still like really fail to see why it jumped in popularity compared to other like similar genre, like stuff that's similar. Like I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but <laughs> I just uh, like like what shows. I'm just Well, like I'm even like we're talking like OG Big 3, right? So we're talking like Naruto, Bleach. I think um, one, one of the, one of the one of the biggest things for me mm-hmm. was the fact that it's coming out now. It has one season. I can get caught up on it really easy. I don't have to watch like eight seasons to be caught right. up. But A plus, yeah. But but at the same time, it's like I don't understand how it, like, got that big. Like, I get, like, everyone was so excited to, like, catch up, like, easily on it. But I'm just, like, I don't understand. <laughs> um, and then all the fucking, all, all the fucking YouTube videos. Ooh, and and the I do think this was, like, one of the first things to become popular, like, mainstream on social media. Um, like, this is back when, like, anime and stuff, like, on social media was really picking up. Yeah. Guess, so I think that's probably, yeah. probably like, what it was. Uh, yeah sorry i didn't mean to like psychoanalyze no worries no uh, worries <laughs> talk on titan for that one um but um okay yeah so this fic i chose was called scary love by okay i don't know how to say this so i'm gonna spell it codalinks it's codalinks i guess I but it's spelled k-o-d-a-l-i-n-x on a-o-3 it's a jean marco fic and um you know what it's rated it's I don't remember off the top of my head. That's I okay, really babe. only read like the first bit of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Don't sweat it. Um, it may have been mature, but also like <laughs> if this was written by a high schooler, they could like kiss once and they'd be like, ooh, True. it's mature. We've, we've so I didn't that. read far enough down to really be fully, mm-hmm. you know. No. But worries. um, this is a very stereotypical where it's like, Sean's the bad boy and Marco's ooh. the good boy. Okay, that literally like, this- was all people wrote for them. Because it was so good. Because that's literally 
literally all I read. Right. I read the shit out of those fics. So this is this is just like this We're returning is, to Liz's roots. This is what Stucky College AUs are for me now. Okay, that actually is this, a really good point. The people who were into John Marco are now into Stucky. Yeah, <laughs> she's not even ashamed of it. She's like, I'm yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like, I can't even, you know, can't deny it. Can't deny it. So, um, it's from. Do you say like Jean or Jean? I, I always go it, back and like, forth. The correct pronunciations was like John. I don't. I don't remember. I go back and forth. I because back in the day, I'd be like Jean. I but really also don't, like. I, I know don't it's remember. like. I know it's like people also say Jean. So I say like Jean because like it's French, right? Like Jean. Yeah, it, but I. It's not like a John. It's like a Jean or yeah, Jean. I, it's so Jean. 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 <laughs> so we're gonna go with this weird like Jean way of saying okay, it that for works. me for today. Just if I'm saying it wrong, don't fucking come for me. Thank you. <laughs> we're all gonna come for you, Liz. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Jean Stat. Wait, who am John- I for? You oh, me. Marco. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm reading for Jean because it's from his perspective. Okay, okay. Um, oh, there's also like a principal speaking at some point. You can read for okay. them. It's just a generic principle. You generic. Know? It's not generic. Like, Angie, Zoe, or like whoever else got assigned into the principal role all the time. Stop! I fucking love Hanji so much. I really liked her. I remember her a lot. Yeah, my fave. Okay. I, I wish I could get back into Attack on Titan, but also I don't. So yeah, <laughs> I wish I could be back into it back in the day. Right, when like back. When the I, it's just the nostalgia. The it's the nostalgia. Nostalgia yeah. missing. Right. But yeah. Okay. So Jean sat down in the jury brown office. It was a small square room heavily packed with sturdy old furniture. Jean was slouched in an uncomfortable brown leather chair facing the principal. The walls in front and behind Jean had large windows, one set showcasing the outside and the other offering a, a view into the large re- larger reception behind them. Also, that's so true. Like, why in, like, offices do they just, like, have random windows to, like, the inside instead of just a wall? I don't know. Oh, like, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying because they renovated. Remember, like, um, until Friday, I'm, like working out of my dad's office space and this is like one of the only rooms that doesn't have a window and they just renovated some of the rooms to have like windows that peek into the hallway and i'm like why i don't want to see these people why i don't want to see people <laughs> exactly um both were covered with thick white blinds that hung down and hid the room from outside eyes so i guess they have the blinds down but then just don't have the fucking windows there in the first place right but whatever the pins the principal droned on in the background but um, but John had mastered the art of maintaining eye contact as he zoned out many, many years ago. It was a skill he often utilized. Truthfully, he had heard the exact spiel too many times to pay attention anymore. Honestly, that's introduction the ADHD mood, though, like being able to like mm-hmm. ignore. <laughs> yeah. The introduction talks were the, always the usual, we hope you settle in. Please ask staff for help. Don't hesitate to report any issues. Uh, Jean Wait, was did, used. Did people actually have this intro? Like, um, like, it, he's school? like a new student. Sorry, I didn't specify. Oh, he's like a new student. Okay, like he's a transfer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. But did you like, did you not have, like, the freshman, like, year, like, the day where you go and they're like, like welcome the sne- to high school. Oh, yeah, like the sneak peek. But we, like, every year did that. And that was, like, um, that was just, like, to get your schedule and locker and stuff. Oh, see, no, for my high school, we had this thing called Link Crew, and you'd go, and there'd be, like, juniors and seniors there, and they'd do, like, orientation activities with you, and on the first day, they, the, like, se- the juniors and seniors who were on Link Crew would wear t-shirts, so you would know who you could ask if you needed help. You such a nice, like, 
like I'm not, I'm not trying to dox you so like i'm not gonna say the name of your town but like let's say like, like it's a very generic town name yeah but like it, it it is what it is like let's say like liz lived in a place that's just called nice everybody there's nice <laughs> like, that's literally like that's basically what her life is like yeah it was it was really nice it made my it made my high school like it made that freshman year much easier like like i don't know what else to say like that's just like that's so sweet to like have um so you know nobody gets lost or anything and and when you're like especially when you're a freshman you're like you're terrified to ask you're terrified to ask anyone older than you where something is so to Mm -hmm. have those designated people to go like that you're like oh they're wearing that t-shirt i can go and ask them I yeah, can ask them really and they're nice. going to help me. And that's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a cool thing, but yeah. We got okay. those. You went to a better school than me. Um... So... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh... Um, Sean was also, uh, was used to the overly enthusiastic introductions from new schools. They're, uh, they're more for a show than anything else. It was just all just a force display to present themselves as welcoming and supportive to new students. Maybe Sean was lucky. Um, Always being the new kid meant he was constantly prioritized, maybe more than their students of, of many years. <laughs> True. John, yeah, it's like, oh, we have a transfer student. Okay, we have like, to, like, make sure they're so welcome. It's which like, interesting, yeah. though, is that, like, that is so school-dependent because some schools are the opposite and, like, just do not give a fuck about their transfer students. Like, um, our college was very much like that, did not treat its transfer students well, whereas you have, like, some other colleges, high schools, et cetera, where, like, they only want people to transfer and then they don't care about the people once they're there. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, like, uh, one of, like, I was, t- uh, in my, like, hometown, there's, like, a college near there, mm-hmm. and they mentioned where they're, like, yeah, the freshmen get the nicest dorms because they want to lock you in. Right. And when you, by the time you get to senior year, you have the worst dorms. And I'm, like, for us, it's the complete opposite. You have the garbage dorms. I think most freshmen. schools are like that, where it's, like, a rite of passage to get the nice dorm. But it was, it was so interesting because they were, like, they want you to be, like, oh, this is such a nice school. I'm going to stay here. And then by the time you're in junior year, you're, like, stuck there. Right. You know, because, like, you're not going to transfer your senior year of college. Right. Like, just finish it out. So it was, it was, I thought that was an interesting thing. But, um, yeah. John had moved schools nearly every year or, um, or failing that every other year since he had started high school. His mother was a self-labeled workaholic, and due to that, she routinely traveled. She was a marketing major- manager in a large business, and since she, uh, since John's dad was out of the picture, John Wait, moved with her. can I just point out the timeline that... Since he started high school, we're saying high school's four I, years. He's moved I think every year pro- or every other year. Year. They probably meant, like, middle school. I'm going to be honest. Right. You know? or, or unless they're saying, like, multiple times in a year. Because otherwise I'm like, wait. <laughs> so how often is That'd this That'd be insane. Um, yeah. To her credit, John's mother always aimed to find the best achieving high schools to enroll him in. However, her attention to his schooling tended to end there. Elaine was had never questioned why a report card had never made it back to her or why she had never Elaine. been to a parents' evening. Yeah. Uh, Jean had gotten pretty, pretty adept at hiding any bad grades. And any hope that school had any hope the school had of bringing Elaine was far too unrealistic. She had always been too busy with work, even when she was at home. As a result, Sean had made a habit of forgetting, of forging signatures on school documents and report cards. He wasn't a bad student, but he couldn't throw himself into a new place, knowing he wouldn't be there the following year. And that mentality tends to affect both uh, the grades he aimed for and his attitudes towards learning. Now, in his second to last year, at the grand old age of 16, he was enrolling all over again, this time in another fancy school with an impressive reputation. Trost, hi. Oh. 
I love my, one of my favorite things with the high school AU is just like the default naming of either the town or like the world that something takes place in. So like for this with Tross, like I've seen so many Genshin fics where they're like Tevat High or yeah. um or like uh fucking you know what I'm talking about. Like they're just they're always just what's so the easiest generic. thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um Sean's supposed to uh, suppose this year was different. After high school, he would need his grades for co- college applications, another thing Elaine was passionate about. However, he was weeks late from be- from the beginning of term, which he had started in the middle of September. It wasn't uncommon for him to enroll late. Elaine hounded him each time about catching up with the work, though she, would o- she was often obliv- oblivious to whether he had or not. And just to reiterate, the principal boomed, giving giving Jean his cue to pay attention again. If you need anything, anything at all, please don't hesitate to drop in, okay? The principal gave a cheesy, exaggerated grin. With one hand, he offered an abundance of papers, whilst he his other presented Jean with a with a firm thumbs up. I'm like, I feel like I'm pr- switching back from Jean to Jean as I go along. You are a little so bit, noticed- but like, so did the entire fandom. For like yeah, so this is, I this say is you're the true to. Attack on Titan original experience. Right, you guys are getting um, it if you didn't get it before. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jean mumbled a thanks, accepting the mess of information reluctantly before he before he trailed back out of the way he had come in earlier. Jean had left the reception, his array of stacked papers clamped in his hands, his collection of craft they had unloaded onto him as he thought of. As now he thought of it, consisted of a color-coded weekly timetable, a chunky school handbook, and several other loose papers with contact details and further help information. Jean had debated ditching them in the nearest bin when he was interrupted. This is Marco. <laughs> John. <laughs> of which I did. The little, little do the soft boy, voice. soft boy, ooh woo voice. Yeah. That's what it was. It was like Marco's such a small bean. Yes, he's okay, so no, cute. Marco genuinely originated the small bean. Small ooh-woo. bean, like that. Yeah. that's from him. That's from one hundred percent. Jean's eyes flickered to his left. A taller boy stepped forward, a gentle smile on his face. He had dark brown hair and eyes with a warm toned complexion. His cheeks were littered with a light trail of freckles that staggered across his cheeks and nose. I always loved how they were like, he has so many freckles. Oh my god, when he has like three. And it's like he has like five <laughs> freckles across his face. <laughs> That's just anime freckles. True, for it you. is. I can't say anything, but like, you know, like Haikyuu was the same, but it always made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Jean answered, his eyes trailing the length of the boy's body. Mm. He was dressed in light blue skinny jeans and a moss green fitted jumper. I feel like this person is from England because they said term and now they're saying jumper. Yeah, that's oh, I didn't even notice that. Good catch. <laughs> they're definitely. I'm just a like, grit. I'm just thinking because, I'm like, just you'd thinking, come... love. Like, I'm just thinking it. <laughs> yeah. Um,. A shirt collar peeked out of the neckline, a top button fastened neatly. Oh, and this was like the ultimate small bean like fit where it's like the button t-shirt underneath the sweatshirt. Wait, how old is this fic? I don't remember. I I have to go back and check, but I was just like. Now I want to know if this is like recent or not because this this reads like very old school Tumblr-esque. Yeah, and I love it. (laughs) In his arms, he cradled a thick pair of textbooks. Somehow he looked even more, uh, he looked more formal even with his high school top his high top black pants. The boy's whole image was a heavy contrast to uh, to um, Jean's. 
Jean's general color scheme relied mostly on black, white, and gray, with the occasional other dark color tossed in for good measure. Today, he had donned his black ripped jeans with a comfortable black jacket that hung open to reveal one of his many band t-shirts. Isn't that so classic? Has fucking to be like Tumblr. 2013, 2014, like era. Like oh, wait, there's even more. There's even more guests. Oh god, a deep maroon beanie with no! black on his <laughs> head, reveal, uh, releasing several um several spikes of his blonde hair and his few silver ear piercings. Oh his my god, black bands were tied messily the laces tucked inside this is classic tumblr and this is what i lived for if you want to know what i read every single day in high school it was this shit oh absolutely. it was shit exactly like this me in the corner of the lunch table with this fucking pulled up on my phone right like, and like hunched over so no one else can see what you're reading. yeah that's we that's my life the art of the phone tilt <laughs> of the phone tilt truly um, this is this year i'm marco you're a signed buddy the boy introduced. Jean-Nu's expression was betraying his outright confusion, but the term buddy was a new one. Marco's bright smile faltered at his une- unexpected reaction. Didn't they tell you about this? Marco quizzed, his head tipping to one side. Not Jean- the puppy look. Stop. <laughs> Jean scratched at the back of his neck. Uh, yeah, sure. He dismissed. He started walking, leaving Marco to to jog to catch up, appearing again by his side. Marco seemed unprepared for Jean's reluctant uh, reluctance to accept help. Jean's eyes <laughs> Jean's were like, I don't trained, want to be friends. Yep, were trained at the timetable in his hands. His first lesson was in fifteen minutes, and also where it's like lesson, like you'd call it like a class in the U.S. Yeah, you know what I mean, that those are some really good catches, Liz. Because I, I know I'm just I'm just smart, man. It's almost like. You're an adult going to grad school who is smart. Wow. Um. <laughs> um, without real concern with uh with direction, Jean wandered down the hall, which was filling up with students headed for their their various first lessons. Marco hovered at his side, chewing on his bottom lip as, as he followed, deep in thought. When they turned a corner at the end of the hall, Marco abruptly stopped. Don't you want me to show you your locker? Jean paused. I don't really think I'll need it. He shrugged. <laughs> this that apparently only added to Marco's confusion. That's another wait. That's more proof that this was not um like American writing it because we get so many fucking textbooks in grades. But school. I also I also think it's showing that Jean doesn't give a shit because you do, oh, I do know those kids who fair. never went to their locker. Fair. Okay, and usually yeah, they were kids I that was didn't those care. Kids, but that's just because I didn't know how to open my locker till the end of sixth grade, and I was really scared to ask somebody for help because oh, they kept judging no. me. Uh, and, uh, I remember my sixth grade uh, social studies teacher, Miss Goldberg. You a real one? She was like, um, she was like, I will let you leave early, like till the end of the school year, if you can figure out how to open your fucking locker. <laughs> I love that. Um, Jana never really had, uh, never really had enough books and equipment to make use of a locker. He brought one plain new notebook with him, tucked inside his black backpack. His intention was simply to flick back and forth for his different subjects. It was easy enough to tear the pages out when he needed to separate them. Where's to M four? John asked. Uh, squinting down at the paper a jolt of life seemed to reappear in marco oh i'll take you there you don't have to no it's okay come on marco beckons john trudged alongside marco as they navigated the halls marco verbalized their verbalized their route like a tour guide and john fought against his lips will to lips will to twitching upwards following marco's lead up a long flight of stairs they turned around they turned down another hall and soon stepped outside 
a class with a chunky sign above the door. Class M4. John couldn't, uh, could admit that the school's layout wasn't exactly easy, but it definitely wouldn't stop him from working out his way around in his own time. Marco made sure to rattle off to his next class. Jean nodded, giving a half-hearted wave as he wandered inside. Taking a glance around the room, Jean decided on a seat in the back corner of the room and sunk down. He abandoned his stash of papers on the corner of the desk and dragged his red notebook out from his backpack. And that's where we're gonna end. Um, Honestly, I think I'm gonna finish this fic because it's just giving me so much nostalgia. Stop! You're you're But like, in reality, like, that's the shit I read and I miss it. I I really can't like judge you because I like, like my archive of our own account, I've had this account for like, I want to say like I made it in 2014, 2013, something like that. So like almost 10 years. So I have like somewhere like things in my, um, in my, uh, bookmarks that I just read over the years. So I don't know, I think it's it's kind of funny um, that you brought this to the table. This is definitely, like, a blast from the past. This makes me want to rewatch like, all the, like, weird cosplay videos I was mm, obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my God, wait, Liz, hear me out. If you come to visit me, we'll, like, just do that. Oh, like, my God, can we please get drunk so and watch, like, classic fandom yes! videos? Yes, uh, just, like, oh, that'd be so, that'd be so fun. I, I definitely uh, do, you... do that. Yeah, one hundred percent. We will we will talk a date, especially because I'll be one of the most exciting things about my new job is I'll actually be free on weekends right. and like regularly free on weekends or have be, like we'll a regular, more regular schedule. Where for me, especially with us both working, well, right now with both of us working part time jobs, mm-hmm. I I just couldn't imagine you having your job and me having my old job where I just didn't have a neither we of us would have a consistent able, schedule. Yeah, we wouldn't. So um, it'll be even more consistent. So it'll be much easier right. for for Gabs to plan around me. Mm-hmm. But um, it'll be nice because I'll actually have weekends off and I can go do things. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know? Liz existing not at work. It's um, crazy. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really read high school AUs anymore, just because, mm-hmm. as I've we've both said, like, we've moved on to college AUs if we're going to, like, read stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But um, this is definitely making me want to revisit some high school yeah. AU Jean Marco fix. Definitely, definitely so. So, um, sorry uh, in advance that this is probably going to be, like, our longest not special episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also have, um, a, like, kind of, it, it looks longer than it is. It's not this long. It says it's 15 pages. Um, okay. And well, I haven't looked at it yet because I want to okay. be surprised. Say, a lot of the, um, like, the quote-unquote paragraphs are, like, one lines. So, like, it looks yes. longer than it is. But what's, what did you get assigned? So, I got assigned the getting together trope. Um, oh, we love it. We do. I also want to um, say because I was holding off on doing a Genshin fic um, in, like, general because I was nervous about the pronunciation just because um, I don't know – like any Chinese so <laughs> I really didn't want to mess it up um, and I'll get more into that when we get into the fic part but yes I am doing a Genshin fic and I'm going to do my very best with the pronunciation but please don't be mad at me <laughs> if it's not the greatest um okay so getting together is just literally when the story or art or whatever is um like about a ship coming together usually romantically like nine out of ten times it's going to be romantically but some people do use it to write about um platonic uh ships like i see it a lot and stuff like hunter hunter where the main characters are like 11 and people don't really always want to ship them so they just write them as like um what's the word uh platonic 
So mm-hmm. yeah, it can be like that. Um, it's mostly found in fics though over art. Um, it's kind of the same thing as like a meet cute, like usually like first date yeah. type thing. Um, and it's usually the first time a ship it happens. Like very rarely will you see it being like, oh, we broke up and we're getting back together type stuff. It's almost always just for like, I've been pining after you from afar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite of a breakup fic. Um, slow burn and mutual pining, like I said, can make an appearance. Not always, but I will say um, for like, the ones that I always read, they're always like slow burn and um, always mutual pining. Not always slow burn, but always mutual pining because I refuse to read them if they're not. The thing is, love. I I don't usually. The thing is, I only enjoy slow burn mm-hmm. if there's a lot of like pining and a lot of like yeah, ooh, like little like interactions where you're like, you know, it's not like oh, we just like casually touch hands or like I love when there's like a lot of like flirting and one yes, person's oblivious. Like, um, like a book example I can think of is like um, A Court of Thorns and Roses, that series by Sarah J. Mass. Like, um, I don't want to spoil it because it just got really popular in the past few months. So I, I know people are just starting to read it. So um, if I spoil, like, I don't want to spoil like the ships or anything, but like, um, I would definitely say it features um, a slow burn after the first book, but it's like there's mutual pining in a sense that it, it's hard to explain, but it's like um, there's buildup, like, there's tension. Like, if you yeah. can write tension into it, then I'm okay with the slow burn. Oh, yeah, 100%. No where it's just, like, like I just get bored. Yeah, and I find that it's it's not impossible, but it's, like, decently rare to find a good slow burn fic with, like, tension that I enjoy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because, like, for me, I'm, I'm definitely looking for, like, the sexual tension between two characters. Yeah, um, If I'm reading a slow burn, like, there's going to be porn at the end. That's, like, I need the reward. I need it, Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, so it's basically just like the will they, won't they type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it also often includes the first time for, um, like a first kiss, first date, first sex, et cetera. Like that sort of Mm -hmm. thing is usually a story about first. Um, so that's about it. Um, so this is where, uh, (laughs) pronunciation is going to be, uh, because, um, this is called how to set up a captain in the Tian Chuan. I don't know. (laughs) I think I'm sitting here. I literally watched like five pronunciation videos (laughs) Because I was like trying to be like, I think I can do it. Uh, Tian Xuan and the um, Qixing, I think is how you say um, her little posse, uh, Ningguang. Uh, it's funny because I'm a Ningguang main in Genshin, and here I am not knowing how to pronounce her entire life story. Uh, but the, ten- <laughs> the Tian Xuan is basically like, I guess I would compare it to like the mayor. I don't know. <laughs> like she's, okay. She's in charge, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if we have like a proper equivalent because they don't really have like. Um, a government the same way we do like it's more like everything's under contract it's hard to explain if you don't play genshin and let's play genshin for like five minutes um and yeah and there's no it. way i'm getting in back into genshin because i just it was my friends thing. got me way back into guild wars 2 right. and that's fair. and that's that's where i am now that's valid um i am also addicted. like i can never pronounce fucking leeway because like it's Liyue, but i can never put it together like i can't string it together it's like yeah that sounds so stupid when i try to say it um this is by rainbow strider um capital r capital s on archive of our own it's rated uh general audiences and it's a get together fic for Beidou and ningguang um and i found out apparently i say ningguang uh not totally right like i mean i say it the way an american who doesn't speak chinese says it but it's supposed to be like ningguang I think like Ning like is it like based is is this based on like are the Chinese words based on more uh, Mandarin or Cantonese? I'm I just curious. Mandarin, because okay. I'm, I'm just curious. The, the, the pronunciation guides I was watching was somebody who was from South China and spoke Mandarin. 
Um, so I'm just curious. I'm curious too, and mm. I have no fucking yeah. idea because it's also like a blend. Um, mm, like uh, they like in so like we have Mondstadt, which is Germany, uh, Liyue, which is China, Inazuma is Japan, but they don't like separate um, like different cultures within those countries. Like it's all kind of combined into one thing, and usually they don't really take too much inspiration beyond enemies um names and like yeah that's about it and like places and stuff like that's mm-hmm. about it it's uh but yeah so um this and then so this is going to be um a bit of a spoiler if you haven't unlocked inazuma yet just because we're talking about kazuha who um for those who play genshin he doesn't come in until like right before inazuma he was the last character released before inazuma and his whole thing is bringing your character to inazuma um on the boat and then beto's the captain that brings you there that is like probably my fa- one of my favorite quests that they've done so far um was the whole beto and kazuha quest um and for some reason the fandom really likes to make kazuha like beto's little like boy like she's his mommy type like it's a weird characterization that i don't necessarily agree with but um that's what the fandom usually does and then um beto and ningguang are shipped kind of just because like they express like not distaste for each other but just like oh it's very much the like enemies no not not enemies enemies, not enemies but like the like the sexy bickering yeah kind of yeah it's like disgruntledness because like ningguang as the chanchuan she's um like in charge of like making sure everything is in order and like goes smoothly like she's basically just trying to make sure that nothing uh no one dies and like uh like you know the god attacking and stuff like she just tries to make sure that the country like runs in one piece and then uh beto is just like a ship captain she runs like supplies to and from inazuma like she's a famous ship captain um and like a lot of people like her and know her and she gets away with all the stuff that other people shouldn't like she's the only captain that can go to inazuma for some reason i don't really think they ever elaborated on that um beyond her having like an electrovision like we know that the um that ball who's the archon of inazuma we know that she likes beto for some reason um <laughs> and, uh, so they're they're just they're a very popular ship uh Daeguang is the name I ship them. I think they're really cute. And I've been trying to get my friend to cosplay them with me for a hot second. Um, sorry, I've been talking. To, I just, Genshin is like my hyperfixation right now. So <laughs> that's all I can talk about. No worries. So um, there are quite a lot of speaking lines. So you're going to read for Kazuha. Uh, or sorry, I'll read for Kazuha. You'll read for Beto and Kuching. Um, uh-huh. And then I'll read for Kazuha and Ningguang. And I think those are the only speaking lines. Oh, just kidding. Ganyu is also there. You'll read for Ganyu. Um and then who was the, okay who was i reading for again i'm so sorry you're reading for beto kuching and ganyu okay uh kuching is spelled with k-e-q-i-n-g if you're trying to look for her in the script um, okay okay so let's get into it and and who does she think she is anyway i'm a grown-ass woman she can't just boss me around like this like this all the damn time i should turn this boat right back yeah that'll show her beto did no such thing Kazuha rolled his eyes at her tangent in regards to Ningguang, who told her to return to Liyue because she had a dream about that a ferocious storm would be coming. The sky was as clear as a baby's face and the waves were calm. The wind ran its gentle fingers through Kazuha's hair. Still, Ningguang insisted, so here they were, sailing towards the distant harbor. Well, no more quest to find a magical goblet that's been said to have elemental powers. This isn't the first time something like this has happened either. There was a time where they were meant to be gone on a two-year's journey, but it got cut short. Beto was convinced something bad was happening in Liyue, and she wouldn't stop pacing above deck. When they returned, not a single stone was overturned. Then, of course, they went directly to Ningguang's new house just to make sure. 
The businesswoman was absolutely fine, in fact. She arrived at the door with a face mask and cucumbers over her eyes. Beto only laughed nervously and rubbed the back of her neck as Kazuha crossed his arms at her that day. He wasn't pissed that they went back. He was pissed that they were so obvious. Kazuha has tried to drop every hint under the sun that Beto should just take her out. He's given locations, suggestions, asking tips, even his opinion on what to wear. Every time he tried, Beto denied his aid with a light blush, ghosting her cheeks as she told him it wasn't like that. He huffed as he turned back into Beto's rant and as he tuned back into Beto's rant and decided it was time to take matters into his own hands. Kuching groaned behind her open scroll in frustration. Lady Ningguang? Ningguang. Is that it? You can sing. Ningguang, please! What is it now? Ningguang pulled the silk curtains aside and peeked out the window for what must have been the eleventh time today. She fussed at her white strands as if there was a knot she couldn't quite get out. It's just that I had this nightmare. Lady Ningguang, I'm sure that I'm sure Captain Beto? Beto. Beto will be fine. It was only a dream. Ganyu assured. What? You think I'm worried about that insufferable excuse for a pirate? Ganyu and Kuching shared a look. I I am merely concerned for the many lives at stake upon that ghastly ship. So the many lives including Beto's? Do you want to lose your job? Kuching slowly raised her scroll back up to hide her face. Ningguang sighed. Okay, maybe you're right. There's nothing to worry about. Beto is a strong woman with years worth of experience i'm sure that in due time the crux will arrive and great a heavy knock at the door had ningguang speed walking to unlock it <laughs> um i will say it, it, it's it's definitely a little out of character um just because ningguang is it, it's hard to explain her character like she um she's just like a very like unfazed person like very few things rattle her so um it's a little out of character for this but i still think it's cute um they were so incredibly obvious it hurt Really, Kuching swore she was starting to get chest pains because of them. It was beyond the point of having a crush at this point. Ningguang was smitten. She dedicated so much time to writing letters to the crux. Kuching and Ganyu wondered how she got any work done. Then she would fret over whether or not they got her previous letter and write another. It was beginning to get embarrassing. This has to come to an end. Ningguang crossed her arms. Back again, are we? Hmm, I wonder whose fault that is. Kuching and Ganyu sighed in relief seeing Beto at the door. Finally, no more concern mumbling. All that anxiety proved to be quite the distraction from their endless workload. I can't believe you made me come back just because of some stupid prom- prom- premonition. Premonition. Sorry. You're some good. stupid premonition. I never said you had to. It was your decision. And I definitely did not say I wanted you here either. Beto laughed. Just admit it. You're obsessed with me. You wanted an excuse to see my face again. I did not. Did too. They glared each other down at the doorway. If Kazuha didn't know any better, he'd say they were on the brink of an aggressive makeout session. Their noses were mere inches apart, eyes locked in blazing passion. They stood there staring for so long, Kuching shivered as she felt the breeze fly past the doorway. Am I also reading? reading... Sorry, what? I was like, wait, am I reading for them? <laughs> Is that... I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Lady Ningguang. Kazuha made an attempt to clear the air. Oh, hello, Kazuha. It's nice to see you again. She ruffled his hair and ushered into the house. That's so out of character, but I love it. Have a seat and I'll boil some tea. Kazuha sometimes, sometimes some, like, I, sometimes I do enjoy fan-in characterizations that are right. a little bit out of character. Because sometimes they're just fun and cute. Yeah, exactly. That's you how know? I feel with the whole Guang in general. Like, I like it, but, like, also I do feel for it to work, it has to be out of character. And then, like, the whole thing with Kazuha being, like, their son, like, their adopted son, it's cute because, like, he needs found family, so I allow it. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, hello, Kazuha. Oh, she's okay. Have a seat and I'll, I'll boil some tea. Kazuha sat across from Ganyu at the table. So, do I get an invitation too, or what? Ningguang narrowed her eyes at Beto and scoffed, walking off to the kitchen without another word. 
Beto frowned and invited herself in, closing the door behind her. She admired a few paintings on the wall and the intricate designs painted onto the precious-looking vase. Vases. Fuck. Fascinated, she continued on into a separate room. Kuching stared with determination. That's it. I've had it with those two. We have to do something. I say we lock them in a room for a couple hours until they fess up. Ganyu suggested. There's no way that would work. They're too stubborn. They'd probably kill each other first. Kuching disagreed. The trio thought for a moment. Kazuha hummed to himself. I may have a few ideas. Just follow my lead. They searched the house for Ningguang and found her in the excessively large library. The place was stocked wall to wall with books on various topics and several business records. She was standing on a ladder, thoughtfully dragging her fingers along scrolls while murmuring something aloud. She took one out, glanced over it, and slid it back into place. Just as she started descending, Kazuha noticed Beidou nearing the section Ningguang was at. Her eye curiously explored the area. He got a terrible idea. Kazuha summoned a small amount of wind to shake the ladder and Ningguang began to lose balance. She fully lost her footing and yelped as she fell backwards off the ladder. Beidou, with reflexes sharp as ever, raced over to the base and arrived with seconds to spare. She landed in her open arms and Beidou didn't stumble in the slightest from the impact. Gotcha. Be careful next time. I won't always be here to save ya. You all right? Beidou trailed off as she realized the situation. Ningguang looked like a princess swept off her feet. Her frightened Cute. gaze landed on Beidou before it softened. The pirate had never been looked at this way before from her before. It felt, well, she couldn't quite describe how it felt, but she'd be lying if she said it didn't make her heart race. This felt right, Ningguang being in her arms. She wasn't entirely sure she could let go or if she even wanted to. Her face heated up at the thought. Ningguang studied her position and finally hardened her gaze. But put me down this instant! Beidou reluctantly obeyed her command, and Ningguang gave an annoyed huff before storming off. So no thank you? Despite their failure, Kazuha gave a proud smirk from behind one of their bookshelves. That's how progress is made, ladies. Kuching was next to smile slyly. Okay, okay, I can work with this. Watch and learn, Breeze Boy. So I'm going to cut it off here just because we've been recording for um, a long time. Obviously, we didn't get to part the part where they're like actually together, together, but it is a one shot. It's not very long. Um, definitely readable within like 10, 20 minutes like I did. Um, it was super cute. Um, and I, I really like it. And like I said, um, I just. <sighs> I feel like I feel like the, these parts of like any fic are like the best parts of the fic, you know, right, like the, the, it's, the, the it's like cute. first, like the characters, the first get to together. And especially because Genshin is so new, it's only like a nine month old game. So we don't have lore for every character like in depth. Right. So like. Ningguang, like we like uh Ganyu, um we have lore for Kazuha we have lore for um Beidou, we just started getting lore for uh Kuching like we only have lore for her like in context with Ningguang um like Ganyu I'd say out of all of them is probably like the most fleshed out just because she's been out for a while too and like she's had more story time but like it's so it, it's like interesting seeing how the fandom creates lore for its characters and then I don't remember when this I mean, this was written fairly recently, obviously, because Kazuha's in it, but, um, like, maybe they wrote it before we got uh, Inazuma, so maybe they don't know everything. And it's just, I, I don't know, I just like the characterization. I like how they try to do it. I, mm-hmm. Sorry, I just love Genshin. Guys, talk to me about Genshin. <laughs> um, yes, I totally understand. Uh, side note, let me brag real quick about my Genshin team. Um, I finally uh, got off my ass and farmed talent books, so now I crowned uh, my Ningguang's e-skill, and it literally hits for 30k. Um, and then her... Oh, that's attack, the best. Yeah, her charge attack right now is hitting for 25k. I'm not even done building her. Like, I have so I have so other things that I can, like, improve on with her. I'm like, oh, I love her so much, you guys. Ningguang is like, marry me, please. I literally have an Overwatch account named Ningguang, just so I'm like, 
Lady Ningguang, marry me, please. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, I want to cosplay Beto. Um, <laughs> so anything to add, Liz? You think you're going to keep uh, reading these? I mean, I feel like I just read them within the stuff I already mm-hmm. read. So like, yeah. I say, um, I would say I actually read these quite often because I usually read them with Miraculous Ladybug and um, I find that it falls in with the identity reveal trope that I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Um, where like they get together because they figure out that, oh, you're the one that I've been pining for. So um, I'll definitely yes. keep reading these. So uh, that being said, Liz, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at LazilyLiz. Please follow me on Twitch. I have some really exciting uh, content being planned with one of my good friends from high school, so I highly suggest following me over there. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Nerd. Um, unlike Liz, I don't have a lot planned on Twitch right now because I'm in the process of moving, but once I'm all settled in, I will definitely be active on there again. Liz, where can we find information on the show? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast and their Tropes Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like Good Maze Runner Fix for me or Good Twilight Fix for guests. Or talking about Genshin Impact. Or talking about (laughs) Genshin Impact. Please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. And please follow, rate, comment, whatever it is, wherever you listen to this. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We're signing off now. Bye. Bye.